Hey, welcome to Trust the Bachelor Process, a podcast where sisters Alex and Sarah Franklin bring on comedians to recap Bachelor episodes and reflect on their own journey with Bachelor Nation. Enjoy! That wasn't the intro Almost theme song. <laughs> believe it or not, if you can believe your ears right now, that was actually Sarah singing the theme song to <laughs> Almost Paradise. Um, hi, everyone. Long time. No chance. I know. Uh, it feels like forever. <laughs> uh, but we are back and I honestly couldn't be happier to be covering Paradise this season. It feels like like a palate cleanser totally uh, it's just like the bachelor and bachelorette seasons are too serious i need to get out of it i need to have some fun fun in the sun in the sand fun sand sun fun <laughs> That's four of those that are three two out of three of those things are uh annalise's greatest fears <laughs> oh my god that poor girl yeah well not really um but you got alex on the mic and Sarah. And we will be breaking down um, this season of Bachelor in Paradise every Thursday. So um, yeah. look for us moving forward um, every Thursday morning where the, we get your podcast. The show um, airs Mondays and Tuesdays each week for the rest of the summer. Yeah. It's like a few weeks. <laughs> yeah. I think it, we're only going to be here for four weeks, but four yeah. weeks of fun in the sun. And sand. And sand. <laughs> and big bodies of water. Oh, yeah. Another fear. Um, okay. Uh, so I think the way we did it last year, we, we, we talked, we talked through each couple at the top of the episode and then just did fun stray observations about the other members of the cast. Yeah. And that's how we're going to do it again this year, you guys. Um, so I think we got to start with the biggest one, the biggest love triangle, um, (sighs) Tia Colton and Chris R. (laughs) I need to say one thing. If this whole season of paradise is the Tia show. I'm going to kill myself. Like I like can't just watch her like freak out. Yeah. About boys the entire time. I I'm okay. So I I've been listening to like a lot of Ben and Ashley eyes podcast. And we it, know. And it sounds, <laughs> uh, you know me too well, uh, because this is, all, this is all I do. Um, but it sounds like this they were saying that this is, this is the most fluid cast in the sense that like the couples change every day, day to day. So I feel like we're maybe there may be front loading a little heavy with Tia and Colton because the storyline is so fresh from Becca's season. Um, but given the fact that fluidity. Yeah. I hope that means that they're fluid among the sexes too. <laughs> it is yeah, a big part of the season. Fun. I, I think we're just getting a lot of it now because that storyline is so in our heads. They also perfectly set us up for like a really fun first episode because it was like Tia waiting for Colton. She made it very known. That's why she was there. And then they were like, LOL, he's not coming. And they gave her a date card. So she like had to pick someone to connect with no matter what. And then they bring him in the next day. So it was like they really did a good job of just like setting us up for 
like the drama immediately. You mean playing her like a fiddle? <laughs> it was actually kind of a rough watch. Like it was just so clear the show's movement behind everything. I know, I know. It was quite embarrassing for her, I do have to say. Okay, so we spoke to uh, Mike Levin and Alyssa Littman last night who said that they couldn't, um, they can't forgive Tia if she finds herself in a not ironic relationship with Chris R. And it seems as though that might have been something that she sort of fell or fell into when she gave him that date card. I don't know. I thought that that her asking Chris R on this date came out of nowhere. What did you think? Nowhere. Well, we didn't even see her talk to him. And even he was like, uh, really me? It was like very strange why she was initially attracted to him. And like, oh, my God, it was so stupid when she asked him on the date, like, um, describe your perfect girl. He was he like literally was like, uh, well, she has a southern accent (laughs) and she moves life in life slowly (laughs) and she loves her family. And he was like, oh, my God. You just like described me. <laughs> it's like, yeah, duh. <laughs> Brown hair, yeah. wearing a floral dress. Yeah. Although um, she looked beautiful on that date. She is beautiful. She's so stunning. She looks great on a beach too. Yeah. Um, she belongs on one. I'm just so confused by her choice. And I thought that Wills was maybe onto something when he said, I'm pretty sure that she chose Chris because he was the most platonic option for her. Like she knew that she might have fun, but it she didn't think it would be anything romantic like it was a safer choice but then it seemed like she was into him yeah and then the teasers are like are like for the rest of the season it looks like it like they still make out and stuff and they were making out the next morning like she is into this guy yeah what did you think about her dialogue about colton i mean just throughout the entire episode i mean it really made it I out to it look like humiliating she, yeah. Like, she looked so stupid, which was, like, fun (laughs) to watch. But she was just like, yeah, I'm, like, here for Colton. I'm here for Colton. And then it's like, oh, shoot. What am I going to do? I have this date card, and he's not here. And then she was like, just so you know, I'm totally over Colton. (laughs) (laughs) Right. She just looks like an idiot. She was just so thirsty. It it read to me as thirsty. Oh, yeah. And then when he shows up and, like. All the girls are like, God, this guy's such an asshole. And he asked her on a date. She's like, okay. Yeah. She forgot about Chris R. Yeah. I kind of liked how the girls were rallying around her. Um, I, I just to go back to her thirst uh, before we bring in Col- the Colton element to this love triangle. Um, it was, I think it was when she was talking to Gro- Grocer Joe. Which, oh my God, you have a date card and you don't give it to Grocer Jill. What is wrong with you? Chris R is not attractive either. I like, he's just so <laughs> not my type. He doesn't stand out in a crowd. Well, I mean, he didn't do himself any favors on this previous season. Right. Uh, but uh, she was like, she basically sat down with Joe and he's like, hi, how are you? Uh, you do my accent. I do your accent. And she's like, can we just get past the elephant in the room? I dated a, a relationship girl and I dated a guy from your season. I know. I was, like, I was like, wow, you need to call. She just needs to calm down. She's freaking out. Yeah, there is no chill happening. She needs a Xanax, like for real. Chris says like so, so much. much. It made me want to start analyzing my own speech pattern. It, I know. I felt the same way. I was like this. Oh, oh, no, I just there it said is. It. We're going to have to put, have a like jar. I felt... As if I felt 
that <laughs> I say it too much myself after watching. <laughs> I don't think that we do on the level that he does. There was one episode of this that I listened back to that I felt the oh no feelings. <laughs> Try not to say it. I was like, oh no. But I was listening to myself and I went on and on and on saying, you know, it's like, it's like, it's just like, like, you know, when like, um, like, uh, and I freaked out at myself. I think everyone could get backed into a like corner that they're trying to dig themselves out of. But Chris takes it to a different level. (laughs) I mean, it's not even, it's not, it's not even a stumble over his words. It's, it's part of how it's part of his speech pattern always. (laughs) You know what I actually, I don't know why I noticed this and why I'm like curious about it, but on their dinner date, you traditionally drink wine. He had wine and she just had water. Mm. I don't know. Does she drink? She does drink because remember Ari gave her moonshine. Oh yeah. She could have just been having liquor. It was in a water glass, like a tall glass. She was probably dehydrated dehydrated. (laughs) i also think she had been drinking all day probably so i think she that's why she was so attracted to (laughs) that's the only explanation i was thinking about it and because it's just you are stranded on this beach i i I do feel a little like stir crazy when i see things like winter games and paradise and they're just stuck in one place all day at least uh on winter games they had activities to do but Mm -hmm. i I was kind of feeling the trapness and, you know, just all, what is there to do? All there is to do is drink. I think in preparation for watching these week to week, you should go for a run before and after. <laughs> I know. I feel trapped for them. <laughs> I don't when we were watching Winter Games and they were all just sitting around. I was like, do something. <laughs> <laughs> Good. Well, no, no bachelor contestants that Sarah has your best interests at heart. She doesn't want any of you guys getting pulmonary embolisms. So yeah. Stand up. Yes. <laughs> okay. Uh, so eventually Colton makes his way through. And he is kind of aloof towards her when he gets in. He doesn't Every- even look her in the eyes. Yeah. He he literally gives her a side hug and then pulls Kendall immediately. Yeah. And everyone comments about how weird that is. And Baby I- was so funny. What did she say? Well, because she's ultimately standing up for Tia and rallying behind her like all these girls were. But she just was so dramatic in her speech about it. She was, she was like him not picking you really might mean that he is over it. (laughs) She said something along those lines and then she goes, however, I do feel that him not speaking to you was truly alarming, which makes me feel like maybe he's done with your relationship. (laughs) I thought that was probably the best move that a friend could have said to her because I think that's kind of true. I agree. I mean, uh, I think it was Astrid said... He's just keeping Tia on the back burner for his roses to stay. It's obvious. I think that's so true. And he, I mean, I know. So he eventually takes her on the date. He teases maybe that he'll take Angela, but he ends up taking Tia. Who, by the way, is so annoying. Oh, okay. Angela. Think so? When she was talking, I was just like, can you not? And she was telling him that he had dimples and he was, and she was like, so do you? And she's like, no, I don't. Yeah, she's like, no, I don't. He's like, no, I'm looking at it. She's like, oh my God, this is- Stop. 
Yeah, but I think that kind of girl is somebody that is it, well. It's, it's some. It's a. It's a type of woman that men typically not typically like that some men go for. But yeah. I totally get why Nick didn't pick her the first night because Nick needs an independent thinker. <laughs> yeah, um, that would drive Nick insane. But like Colton, more or less, blamed Tia on his date with her for the fact that he went home. Like not in a very subtle way or kind way there was barely any tact to it whatsoever he was like by the way i was in love and because you came and saw becca i went home and she was like yeah totally i get it (laughs) (laughs) that's actually what she responded and right and like the uh the greek chorus was saying i hope just by the end of this date they'll at least know what direction they want to take their relationship in and Colton's like I'm not saying yes I'm not saying no I'm gonna just <laughs> you know you're just I'm gonna treat you how I feel like and you just have to deal with it yeah I know actually you know what Alex you're kind of convincing me of something right now what because I was getting a little annoyed about Chris R um well just existing in general <laughs> but also he when I was watching this episode I was wondering you know, I thought it was strange that he was so like Tia deserves better than Colton. Like he was really defending her and like really trying to come to her rescue. And I was like, bro, he just like she just left you. She doesn't care. But I think you're convincing me not to like Chris R, but I do kind of get it. I think she's really actually being really strung along. Right she now. absolutely is. But I do not think that is Jordan, Nick, nor Chris's. <laughs> position to begin a mutiny against Colton and in that moment I all of my anger towards Colton kind of dissipated and I was just like oh I get why Colton was so pissed off at Jordan at Mandela <laughs> he like real literally rallied a mutiny he's like Chris this is three things that you got going for you okay you have hair enough hair to wear hair gel yeah uh he you're, was like Colton's hair products are nothing <laughs> And he doesn't have enough hair. <laughs> You're not a virgin. You're cool to hang around. And <laughs> Colton was, or uh, Chris R was like, yeah, I never really thought about it like that. <laughs> like, he allowed like Jordan to it's pump like, wow, him Jordan, up. Jordan, you're right. I do have more hair than Colton. Yeah. And the, the three of them conspiring about how they were going to take him down. It's like, now men, we go. It was like the kill the beast song in Beauty and the Beast where they're like, Kill the beast. It was really, really ridiculous. And Colton just sort of strolls up unassuming and he's like, hey, hey, everyone. And they're like, oh, hey, Colton. Can I talk to you for a second? <laughs> and Colton's then it cuts just to black. like, I swear I don't love the drama. It loves me. <laughs> <laughs> oh, God. Yeah. I think what's going to happen is maybe Tia sees the light and then Colton has a breakdown. Wait, Chris act- asked to talk. To Colton mm-hmm. at the end. I don't know why I thought Colton asked to talk to Chris. No, well, Colton, because Colton strolled up to him after after the date and was like, "Hey, man, like, what's up?" And then Chris R was like, "Hey, dude, can we talk right now?" Oh, I thought Colton. I I, I don't. It, it was it was late. <laughs> we had been drinking all day. I don't know why I thought it was the other way around. <laughs> you had been drinking all day. Yes, yes. When they're drinking all day, I'm drinking all day. <laughs> we have to stand in solidarity. It's the only way that we're going to know what their experience is like. That's why we feel stir crazy. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Exactly. I don't know. Do you have any any predictions as to how this triangle is going to play itself out? Okay, so going back to what you said about Mentel and just Colton's general reactions, he felt very 
angry mm-hmm. like very unhappy and so i don't i do not think him and tia end up together i don't know if she ends up with chris but i do not think that he ends up with her and when jordan brought up tia at mentella it like it, colton got very upset so i i really don't think that it 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 goes well for the yeah i know and now i'm like retroactively a little bit mad at jordan from mental i know but i just i don't know i don't like that he got himself involved yeah but i mean that's like what these guys do they're bored alex they have nothing else to do (laughs) what would you do i would have some margaritas and i would eat guacamole and i would watch it like astrid did for four weeks yeah gosh i love drama when I'm not involved. No, yeah, it's fun to watch it. But I just mean, you know, at some point, sometimes you got to get in the action. <laughs> <laughs> Are you saying you'd get in that action? Um, I don't think I'd rally a whole group of people against Colton. Kill but, based. Yeah, I know. Um, Do you want to talk about Crystal and Kevin or uh, Kendall and Grocery Joe? Yeah, which also involves Crystal a tad bit. I see and Tia a little bit because yeah. Grocery Joe initially was going after yeah, Tia. Grocery Joe was like, I want Tia. It is funny to watch them come in and I'll be like, this is who I think is hot. And then seconds later, they're like, I have feelings for so-and-so. And it's like someone totally <laughs> yeah. different. Now that Tia rejected me, I think I'm falling in love with Kendall. Yeah, <laughs> I know. Okay. I like them together. I think Grocery Joe's a little weird. <laughs> He is so adorable that it makes you forget that he's weird. He's but charming, but he's weird. He, I just, I don't know if it's because he's so uncomfortable around cameras or if he's just so com- uncomfortable around new people, but he just, his discomfort just like reeks off of his body. Yeah. And the way that he even kissed Kendall was so bizarre to me. He like tapped her chin once. Yeah. As to like, is this okay? Yeah. He was like, come on, come on up here. <laughs> and also she was just I, I whatever she she had her whole spiel about liking having picnics around cemeteries and the thing that got Joe was just like oh I don't know I don't really like picnics <laughs> like that was the weird thing that he latched on to yeah he's, and he's a very... grocer it's like not a weird thing it's the, the the picnic part is not the weird part of that sentence I know I know yeah it, he's kind of a weird guy I don't mind them hitting it off like I have nothing against him obviously he's amazing no I still think I'm like in love with him but I I'm my my logic knows better. He's somebody that I would be like, oh, Alex, why do you like him? He's bringing nothing to the table. <laughs> yeah, he has nothing. Yeah, he like really doesn't have anything to say. But he's also not a bad guy. He's just no, like sort of there. Great. No, I know. I, I He's fine. I don't know. It just feels he's falling flat for me. Like, I just think that we all put him up on a pedestal and like he we had nowhere were, to go but down. He had nowhere to go but down. Like we thought he was going to be this perfect guy. And he's just like kind of a weird guy. But part of me is just like, you know what? But that's part but of that's the charm. Fine. Too. And Kendall's weird. Kendall knows in a great way in a great way and i'm not saying grocery joe is weird in a bad way but kendall the difference is kendall knows how to like she confidently speak well she's also a really really deep thinker yeah and i would imagine i bet she was like a philosophy major in college Mm, probably well maybe not because she has an 
art career, but um, maybe she had a philosophy minor or something or a double major. I don't know. I'll ask her next time I see her. <laughs> okay, thank you. Uh, but uh, so she said that her and Grocer Joe don't talk about anything. They just laugh a lot about the awkward things that Joe says. And I would imagine that Kendall would be so endeared to him and like just adore him so yeah. much wholeheartedly. But inevitably, that wouldn't be sustainable because she needs somebody who can keep up with her her thoughts i agree i don't i don't know how they're gonna last although we do know that he has a girlfriend how do we know well on on um mental all chris was like are you sorry you with someone he was like i can't say and everyone's like oh so yeah Eh, we'll see again they said that this is a fluid cast um sorry did you say want to say something Oh, so uh, right when we think that Grocer Joe, right before Grocer Joe steals Kendall away to kiss her on the daybed, we think the initial play he's going to make is for Crystal. Who we have to talk about her voice. Yeah. She sounds like a different person. Yeah. <laughs> like literally different. Yeah. <laughs> Tia was calling her out pretty hard. I mean, not to her face. But yeah, she- no, of course. Tia would never actually say something to your face. Right. It, it, she, was, she was going at her pretty hard in the ITMs. I... I'm digging Crystal's vibe. I know. I always loved Crystal. <laughs> I always have faith in you. I know. I always loved her. No, I'm into Crystal and I'm really into her and Kevin. Yeah, that makes so much sense to me. So we do have to talk about how Kevin called Ashley I out. Oh, he called her out. Like big time. He said that he thought he in his intro package that he was going to spend the rest of his life with her and then Jared flipped the switch decided he wanted to be with her and they kissed while she was still dating Kevin and that's cheating in his book so he didn't just say like the kissing was cheating because like that's obvious but he was like if like in, if I'm just somebody that she's dating while she's waiting around for the other guy that's cheating. Yeah. Yeah. I didn't realize how mad he was because when he was on her podcast, like right after the breakup, they seemed fine. Yeah, I would imagine the amount of positive press they've been receiving and attention would grate on me pretty hard. Yeah, that's fair. I'd be like, oh, crap. I think because especially that's what he wanted out of that relationship. Like he wanted the benefits of her fame. And now he's seeing another man take it. Yeah, that's true. (laughs) I think his ego was really bruised. With that said, he said he was coming there to see Crystal and the two seem to have a lot of chemistry. I totally see them together. It makes so much sense to me Mm -hmm. because like they're both into health and fitness, you know, like so they have like a shared interest. They're both like really attractive people. And then I also think that they're both just generally laid back. Like I know Mm -hmm. Crystal can like... (laughs) But I mean, in terms of like living her life, I don't know. They make like a good match to me. I don't know if I agreed with the laid back part. I really just think he's turned on by the fact that she could beat him up. <laughs> yeah, which is cool. Like, I think it's the opposite of what he's into. I think he's, if anything, he's, he's into. She's the opposite of Ashley. I. The cra- I, but I think, but she still has a craziness about her. Yeah. There's still like a, that, that you never know is when it's going to come out. And I think that Kevin's attracted to that. Like in addition to the fact that she's physically strong, like she's also (laughs) like a, she has a little bit of a screw loose. Yeah. When is it going to come out? I think he's into it. I think he, he wants to probe it and see what's up. That's fair. Yeah. What do you think the chances are that they're going to last through the season? I think it's really good. I think the chances are really high. Yeah. So far out of all of the couples, that's the one that seems to make the most sense to me so far. Same, same. 
Okay, and these these last ones are uh, these last two are lesser. <laughs> okay, but the beginnings of men trying to court them. Nick and Chelsea was one of the funniest things I've ever seen. <laughs> he is so weird. He's just like you're fucking cool. I love moms and moms usually love me. Like he did say that. I think it was in his ITM. And then he's like doing a weird things with his hands. And he's like, I'm like strangely attracted to you. Why would you ever say strangely attracted to somebody? Just say, I'm like, why is that strange? And then she just, you know, what's so weird. (laughs) How attracted I am to you. And she just goes, "Mm, I'm going to go to bed. (laughs) Sorry. I love Chelsea. It was such a good move. I love her so much. I think she's there to have fun. And I don't see her maybe making it through the whole end of paradise. No, but I hope she makes out with some hot, hot guys. Me too. She deserves it. And like Nick's kind of a joke, but like he's I would, hot. I'd make out with him on a beach. Yeah. Yeah, for sure. I was attracted to him in Becca's season. Yeah. And if you're going to do it at any point, like do it when he doesn't have his clothes on. He's better looking then. Right. I, who right. knew? I didn't know he was. I didn't know his body looked like that. He is annoying, though. But oh, totally. she's just so funny. I laugh so hard at that. I think maybe when he's a little bit sober, more sober, I I hope that I hope that they just, you know, touch each other a little bit. Yeah, that'd be great for both of them. Yeah, she gets some paradise sum. Uh, <laughs> okay, uh this last couple or again trying couple is Jordan and Annalise. See, I saw uh-huh. I called it earlier. I saw David and Annalise. Oh, right. You In th- Becca's season, I said, I bet he gets yeah. with Annalise. Yes. Which th- they it seemed like they kind of teased the same, liking the same girl, but I don't know that it was Annalise. No, it looked like it was Jen in the previews. Yeah. Um, But I he, I thought it was really cute how giddy Jordan got about her. <laughs> I was like, oh, God, that's what it looks like when he's into a girl. I know. I really like Jordan. Like, all of a sudden, you know... He's sort of struggling with words, yeah. which doesn't ever really seem to be something that he struggles with. I don't know. I thought it was cute. I also thought it was so awkward when David came over to shake his hand. <laughs> um, but I also thought that Annalise was not not into him. She was she just sort of seemed open to getting yeah, to know him. Yeah, she's like, all right, this is somebody that I could like exactly that get to know a little bit more. I don't know. I don't really have much else to say about the two of them. No, and I don't think that. I mean, it was mainly the Tia show. Yeah. Yeah, and uh, hopefully we get it's less Tia heavy next week. The queen of paradise is Bibiana. One hundred percent. She's so funny. My goal is to kill them with booty. Right. She said, "If my bucket's blurred, I am doing something right." I'm wondering how much of that she wrote herself because if she I don't know. wrote most of it herself, she should get a writing job. If she doesn't find love in paradise, I'm gonna scream. I don't know if there's anybody here for her. I don't think so. But who? Who is for her? Like who? I think a more quiet guy. Mm. Somebody who kind of lets her shine. <gasps> oh my God, Venmo John. <laughs> I don't know if it's Venmo John. He would never move to Miami. I don't, uh, uh, a quieter guy who, and I don't know how, I don't know how much Venmo John is a quiet guy, especially after sort of watching mm. him. Uh, he's a little bit more gregarious in paradise. Yeah, yeah, well, I we think haven't like, seen him yet, right? Yeah, no, he's there. He, remember he said Angela was the hottest girl? He's like, there's a lot of fine uh, ladies on yeah. this island. I keep forgetting people are there. I keep forgetting Wills is there. 
Yeah. I Again, with Wills, I don't know. So far, Bibby and Wills seem to like really not. I don't know if they're not trying, but they don't seem to necessarily be connecting with anybody. Yeah. I'm a little worried about Wills. Too. I know. I know. There are two that I don't think them and Chelsea, I don't think are going to make it very far here. What about Astrid? I think Astrid is probably one of the most beautiful people that I have ever seen. And she's funny. Yeah. And I don't know why not everybody is talking about her i bet maybe some of these other guys are i just think literally we don't we haven't gotten to see it yeah like right when you're right about her being funny because when joe didn't get asked up by tia she's like sorry joe you're stuck with the rest of us degenerates (laughs) i was like you're so hot and pretty she i know and funny (laughs) and she's she's the mouthpiece to my thought process when she was just like i mean I love watching the drama, but I'm so glad that I'm not. In I know. It. I know. Guac. And she was like, yeah, she's my spirit animal. We talked a little bit about Angela. You think she's annoying? I think she's a little annoying. But every it's sort of it seems like every guy is the is way that her. the way that I assumed every guy would be talking about Astrid. They're talking about Angela. Maybe that's why I don't like her. I'm just jealous. Maybe. And also she she gave us nothing from next season. So she's more of a mystery. Yeah. Yeah. People like she that. Went home night one. What do you think about Eric? Do you think any chance he'll find somebody? Oh, I really hope so. Him. I think that Kendall makes it to the end and him and Kendall seem really close now mm. since they filmed Paradise. So I hope that means that they've had like a lot of time together. Sure. So maybe. Yeah. Um, Can we look at scenes for next week? Who is this witch person? Shoshana was a person that went home. I think Ben's season first night or something. I mean, she's a throwback and they bring her on Paradise every season and she always only lasts an episode. Wait, she was not on last year. She was on two seasons ago. Oh, that girl. Yeah, it's so weird. Yeah. Um... A couple more people to go through. Uh, what do you think the chances are that Kenny's going to find love? Again, I keep forgetting Kenny's there. <laughs> Slim. Slim. I know. I did think it was funny in the flashbacks, uh, or not flashbacks, but his hometown package. Uh, his daughter just keeps aging 10 years yeah, more every time she's here. She's 45 now. Yeah, Mackenzie. I was like, look at that sophisticated haircut. I know. As an 11-year-old girl, I love Kenny think he'll find love someday when they did the flashback to him and Rachel's goodbye I was just like oh man I just think he's a little too good for the show and a little good to this pro- yeah, for this process I agree I agree I again it's similar to Chelsea in the sense that like I hope he gets some like single dad some yeah yeah totally uh David his hometown package was one of the most offensive things that I'd ever seen him basically ordering his mother yeah, around who he's he lives living with. at home and he's like she brings me cookies and then he's like unfortunately I can't marry my mom I was like what are you doing bro I'm so creeped out by him and the only reason he's there is to torture, to torture Jordan. Jordan. I know. He's obsessed with Jordan. Yeah, it's weird. Like, he wants to bang Jordan. Yeah, it, I know. It's weird. They should just get it over with. Uh, we talked a little Wait, bit- wouldn't it be funny if he starts asking Kendall questions about taxidermy? And he's like, so, do you, how do you lure the animals in to kill them first? And she's like, what? No, they're already dead. But he's just like trying to do the same thing with Jordan. <laughs> I want so to mount him on keep, my wall. like a stuffed Jordan in his home. <laughs> oh my God. He, he, right. He loves him so much that the two of them can't survive in this world together. Yeah, it's exactly. just too much to bear. Um, we talked a little bit about Venma John. I, I, to me, he remains the hottest commodity in paradise. I can't get over it. Was his um, 
like the the intros not like their packages but like when they do like the goofy things on the beach was his uh, holding a bunch of money i couldn't i, couldn't what I thought it was and then i was like that's weird i thought it was him counting cards but then uh, i was like maybe it's, but maybe it's money i don't know if it's money that's kind of fucked up okay who had the best and who had the worst wait one more one more um nisha yeah well i have something to say about her in the next thing <laughs> Wait, what do you have to say? I think she had the absolute worst intro. Her just staring at the camera with a stethoscope on. Right. I get it. She's a nurse, but like, why? Yeah, the energy was lackluster. There was like that, like, like I, your career is not your personality. Like, it's funny to see Bibiana do the mic drop. It was funny to see Crystal throw glitter. Annalise afraid of birds. It's kind of like their thing. And then I was like, your thing is that you're a nurse. Right. Yes. Yeah, she, she, she really didn't give us much, nor did Chelsea in those intro packages or um, Tia. Yeah. I felt like Nisha. <laughs> I, I just have one stray observation about Nisha before we like really get into the, uh, intro, intro music stuff. Um, I thought it was the shot of her and Jordan staring front facing in the hot tub not saying anything to each other weird scary crab crawling behind them and them grasping at straws for small talk and then them getting in a weirdly deep conversation about what happens to our energy when we die (laughs) I, i was like this should win an emmy like this like it was you saw the awkwardness on the face you saw them reaching and then they ended up getting into this like weird existential conversation what? about what happens to our bodies when they're when we are no longer on earth but what else do you do in paradise <laughs> it was just so funny because like yeah. they could have been talking about the weather you could have talked about how cold the water was yeah. you could have anything like you could have asked what what is it like being a nurse what is it being a model like anything surface level that you're just get it using to get to know somebody and uh they just they they formed it out of nothing yeah and they got there together that was special it was so amazing. i hope they are friends i hope they are too Okay, now do you want to say uh, what the uh, your favorite? Who was your favorite intro and who was your least favorite? I thought Jordan was it was the best. Him laying on the beach in golden underwear. Yeah, it, like you know, it's all about like his brand and all that. And then Nisha's was stupid. Okay, I think that I'm gonna have to go. Chelsea was the worst because all she did was like hold up a margarita. Like at least nisha's was something specific to her all chelsea did was sit there she didn't even like do a little cheesy smile or anything she just like looked earnestly at the camera and smiled and i love chelsea and i'm rooting for her but i was just like come on girl this is bachelor in paradise like laying to the cheese a little bit i was really disappointed in her i thought the best one and you're gonna i thought the best one was chris r's (laughs) Oh, the wave crashing over him. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's pretty good. Well, especially because he is a villain. So it's like sort of a nice like comeuppance moment. Yeah. Do they see him? Like, does Bachelor Nation see him as a villain? Like, because they were talking, they were all earlier talking about like, um, uh, you know, just like your reputation that you get from your season. And Tia said to Jordan, so you're not really the villain. And I was like, wait, Jordan's the villain? I, I think, well, at this point, they don't know who the villain is because they uh, went to paradise before 
Jordan's storyline took off on TV for the rest of the world to watch. Um, but if he wasn't a villain, he was definitely like a Corinne in the sense that he was a focal point of yeah, the season. I guess that's true. I don't And it was, I don't know. I saw it more of a, as a throwaway joke mm, than I did mm, anything else. Mm, 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 mm. Um, but that's all I got for this week. Any, yeah, any this else? was really just like introductions. Literally half. It took half the episode just for them to get there. Yes. And then we just saw Tia go on a bunch of dates. So I'm <laughs> looking forward to next week. I'm looking forward to Leo getting there. Um, yeah. You know that Leo's currently under investigation with Universal for possibly sexually harassing one of his coworkers. Yeah, I know. Well, I saw all of the... Um, issues like like him and Becca um and like on like going back and forth on social media I get nervous that Kendall's gonna end up with Leo and then this all kind of came out later and like now she's heartbroken again I don't know a Kendall has such a strong gut yeah she does but she's like into him like really into him he's really attractive yeah yeah and like doesn't look like everybody else and Kendall yeah. like sees a lot of beauty she likes unconventional people things that don't look like everyone else yeah that's true yeah I, and but I yeah, bet no he, I know Leo is like not good yeah and I bet he would indulge her in her conversations about taxidermy and stuff um but ugh, that is a real bummer yeah well it's all a bummer mm-hmm. great um <laughs> I'm excited. I think that this yes. paradise is going to be really, really good. I'm really looking forward to it already. I thought this was a banger episode. I love watching them all come together for the first time. I live for this. For I live for the first episode of yeah. Paradise. It's just like it's so fun. I think we're going to have a great summer. I'm looking forward to it. Best summer ever, you guys. <laughs> Thanks Hags. <for> <laughs> Hags. Lilas. Um, thank you so much for uh, sticking with us two days in a row. We'll be back next Thursday. We will see you then. Is that the uh, intro Not video? Oh, sorry. Let me turn that down. Oh. <laughs> Thanks for listening. If you liked what you heard, you can find us again wherever you get your podcasts. And don't forget to rate, review, and subscribe on Apple Podcasts. This is Patrick. And this is Mark, co-host of Nintendo Cartridge Society. Every Tuesday and Thursday, we're your home for all things Nintendo. On Tuesday, we're talking about the latest Nintendo news. And on Thursday, we're doing deep dives into specific corners of the Nintendo universe. Ranking the Koopa Kids. Determining who the best Smash Fighter is. That's Nintendo Cartridge Society on Campfire Media or wherever you get your podcast. Campfire.